We go together like peas and carrots. The Peas and Carrots Podcast, sharing life from our piece of the vegetable patch. Brian and Kayla Sanders. Welcome to the Peas and Carrots Podcast. Hi, I'm Kayla. And hi, I'm Brian. We're saying hi today. Hello. With a big smile. So welcome to the Peas and Carrots Podcast, where we discuss everything from dryer lint to like world peace. Okay. That's where the range of topics fall. Interesting. <laughs> Would you agree or disagree? I'm not sure we've ever discussed dryer lint. Well, I mean, we should put that up the on, the, on okay. the docket. Where's that come from anyway? I don't understand where dryer lint comes from. Clothes. But. The fabric uh, that it may have too much fuzz on it or something. Yeah, but it didn't go in there fuzzy. That you could see. Okay, we're not doing this. We're okay. not We're not taking five minutes to talk about dryer lint. We're just not. <laughs> well, I just want to know where it comes from. I'll let you sit with that. Okay. okay. Well, okay. Well, hopefully I'm not. Hopefully it came off in the dryer. <laughs> but I, that's one of the things that always bugs me. Like, where's that come from? Mm-hmm. All right. What's up in the world of peas and carrots? We have returned to what I will call pre-COVID dating. And what does that mean? It means the world's very peopley again. It is very peopley. We have become those old people that during COVID, you know I'm right. We would go to dinner at three or we would do lunch instead of a dinner date. And after Christmas, we decided it's time to jump in again with both feet. And we went on our first evening date. Saturday night. We had to wait for a table. Which was the first thing. And neither one of us were very happy. Well, we, we were had hangry. To, well, we, we were hangry. Long, so. Well, first of all, where'd all these people come from? Where have they been for two and a half years? They've been there. We haven't. Okay. So, yeah. So. It was very crowded. It was very but the crowded. the meal was amazing, and it was really nice to be back out. But if we're honest, we kind of sat with a little bit of anxiety. Would you agree? Because it was very people-y. A little bit. I mean, I'd say, yeah, a little bit. I mean, it didn't. It didn't take away from my evening. I no. just realized. Yeah, I mean, let me say this. Let, 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 let me define my, my, my anxiety. I'm not going to get, uh, I don't get frozen in that moment. Did it cross my mind? If any of these jokers in here have something, I'm going to catch. <laughs> but it's just a passing thought. Yeah. So I don't, that, that's, that's that. I mean, I think about it now, but I don't let it freeze me up. Sure. You? No, I agree. It's just very, for me, it was the anxiety of how loud it was and that my space felt very crowded. We'll go, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm trying to look for a better word, but claustrophobic that's the word that's word yeah and there's a little table at our restaurant that we go to that's like a two-person table it's off by itself it's our favorite it's our favorite table and we actually got that table Mm -hmm. so it was good it was a great evening we watched football games this past weekend we did our team did not make it i was rooting for joe burrow and the bingles Mm -hmm. or bangles however you say it i don't know how they say it it was a very good game it was a very close game congratulations to the refs on winning uh the (laughs) afc championship game Mm. i'm proud of them so for the big game 
I'll be cheering for the snacks. That's what I'll be. I'll I'm be rooting cheering. against a team, which is terrible. But I well, find myself against. I find myself sorry, Eagles fans, but as a Saints fan, I can't cheer for you. So, yeah. Wow. Speaking of the Saints, you're our coach. Yeah, Sean Payton is now the coach of the Denver Broncos. Wow. Which came with some perks for the Saints because there are some now some something to do with their their, their draft trade, picks their draft and trades picks and, and, trades and, stuff and like that. Kind of stuff. So. Yeah. Hey, here's some big breaking news that absolutely had you in the floor laughing. Uh, yeah, I confess. I, I giggled way too much at this. The Queen of Clean... Marie Kondo admits that tidying up is no longer top of her to-do list after having kids. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Isn't she this one? Isn't she the lady that said you go through your house and you pick up everything and you everything say... Everything should have its place. Um, and if it doesn't bring you joy... minimalism. I will say this. <clears throat> I read her book. And I put into practice some of her principles. Some of them I raised an eyebrow and said, yeah, that's not for me. I'm not going to hold everything in my house and decide if it gives me good energy or bad energy and whether I love it or not. I will say that with certain items and clothing in particular, I did listen to how it made me feel. And if it made me feel uncomfortable or not my best self, then I did get rid of some things based on her advice. But I'm not going to worship my stuff. And there was this kind of bent towards that in some parts of her book. But I just found it funny that, you know, it's a reminder to all of us that different seasons of life lead to different rules. And she's realizing now that she has kids that perhaps everything doesn't have a place so there we go so you pick up clothes and you want to see how they're going to make you feel as to whether or not you keep them well have you ever worn something that you associate it with a particular memory probably oh. not because guys probably don't well, see i just do pick this. up clothes and i sniff them and if oh my word and if they're clean i'm good to go or or if i can turn them inside out and they're clean then I'm so good to go. i still have the shirt that I grabbed just on impulse. I grabbed a particular shirt the morning that we had to take Sprocket and say goodbye to him. I have not been able to wear that shirt since then, but I will never get rid of it. I don't have because any, it's the last thing that he, I was wearing, yeah. and he hugged me. I have oh. not washed it since then. Don't judge me, people. But really, that shirt is not one that I've been able to put on since then. But, again, I can't get rid of it because it Uh reminds me of him. But there have been other clothes that I've worn them at a time where maybe something bad happened or I associate some unpleasant memory with them, and I've chosen to get rid of them. Probably weird, but there no, you go. No, I think it's just different because for me, uh, different personality types, I just think we deal with that differently. So. Yeah. Oh, that's in, that's intriguing. Okay. All right, there you go. That's why you're a pack rat, too. I'm a pack what? A pack rat. <laughs> I, I am not a pack rat. <laughs> a little bit. For books, yes. Mm. Something just got said. 
All right, we're going to talk about a topic here that's going to be important. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a little deep, mm-hmm. but I need you to hear something up front. We're not perfect at this. No. So as you hear us talk about this, do not think, well, they're, well they just think that, uh, that they're perfect and they have this figured out. Spoiler, we're not perfect at anything. No. We are a work in progress. And we always you're a bit be. further down and down the road than I me. don't think so. I do. You model a lot of good things. Oh, so we go. actually want to talk about something called practicing the pause. And what do we mean by that, B? Okay. There's a couple of ways we're yes. coming to this. Okay. Here's the first application that if you're having a heated conversation, also known as an argument, okay. You can practice the pause, or as I like to say, you may not be able to control whether or not crap hits the fan, Mm. but you can unplug the fan. Mm -hmm. You can turn the fan off. So you can practice the pause. so, So in that moment when things are heated, do you need to practice the pause, or do you need to respond to every single thing that's being said? Uh, another way that you can practice the pause is uh, regarding politics, regarding theology, regarding uh, social morals, uh, all this kind of stuff. There are certain platforms where perhaps our opinions shouldn't be shared. Yeah. Because things can be discussed in person mm-hmm. and you can pick up on nuances and like explain yourself but if you have actual conversations yeah Yeah. besides typing a post of 500 words and putting it out there and stuff gets communicated wrongly yeah so here's my thing the world doesn't need another opinion so from for me i practice the pause in that people don't need to know what I think about this particular issue or that particular political issue or this particular social issue. They don't need to know it because it's just another gallon of gas on a fire. There was a time when I think it was somewhat safe, saying this with air quotes, to voice your take, your being any of us. In today's society, I trend more towards in-person conversation about certain issues and topics for the very reason that you just shared. It's not wise, in, in my opinion, to try to have lengthy discussions on a social media platform or through a text message or various other digital means. But if you're sitting with someone... I think I'm okay with perhaps diving deep on a social topic or a political topic. We've been asked, why do you not address XYZ on your social platform, on your podcast, um, in a blog, etc., etc.? Because we see the value of all people. Mm. And whether I agree with you or I don't, to me, there is a time and a place 
to have certain conversations. Now, are there certain things that are non-negotiables for us? Sure, there are. There are certain political and social issues that for us are very personal, but they're also very personal for other people, and they may see it completely different than we do. So practicing the pause for us looks like, do we take the time to realize maybe I need to think about that before I actually formulate a response? Mm. Or maybe I need to think about the ramifications of that post or that text or that response in an email or the list goes on. Because once it's out there, it's you out can't there. take it back. Yeah. I mean, you can delete it, but it's already <clears throat> said. And we have people in our life who are on all sides of the issues. Most of us bring our own personal take to any decision that we make as far as where we land on a certain topic. Mm. So, yeah, I think you're on to something. What do you mean, though, when you say practicing the pause in a heated situation? If you can, if things are getting, how do I want to say this? If things are leaving the realm of what is logical mm. and they're getting into a realm of what is emotional, yeah, I think you need to practice the pause because if you sit in your... Now, emotions are fine and emotions are a are a revealer of what's going on inside. Sure. Emotions are not a truth teller. Logic is a truth teller. Now that's me. Now that's, that's how I feel. Unchecked emotions are not fine. Yeah. So during a heated discussion, as things start to escalate, oftentimes I will try to say, okay, let's pause here. What is what's and and, uh, let us discuss this now. Am I perfect? Absolutely not. I lose my temper. I can go after people. But I have seen you grow in this just in the last year. You have become a firm adopter of this truth. You are not responsible for how someone else acts. No. But you are responsible for how you react. Yes. And I have seen you lean into this so hard over the last, I would say, 12 to 18 months that because you're a very emotional creature and I love it. I think it's one of the things that drew me to you. For all of us, it's a lesson to be able to say, I need to pause so that I don't say something I regret. I don't say something hurtful. And so that I don't escalate the situation rather than find a a good resolve. And sometimes practicing the pause can lend to the pause means I'm just going to stay silent. Mm. I think think that's healthy. And I think it is healthy to do that, to practice the pause, so that we don't make the situation worse or things are said that are regrettable. Uh, and you can't take words back, and mm-hmm. there are things that that that, that you can't de- uh, take back. So, this is this is a difficult thing to practice. And again, like I said up front, uh, 
neither one of us are perfect at it. No. So you need to know that up front. Uh, but hopefully the more that we try to practice this, the better we get at it. And, and, and let, let me say this, Jesus, let me bring him into this, this, this picture. Now you ever noticed how he, rea- he reacted to people. Mm. There's only one time when he called people fools and that kind of stuff. And that was to the, religious elite people who thought that that they had everything figured out. And when people have everything figured out, they usually become controlling. Mm -hmm. So for me, I try to leave, I try to have at least an open mind that Brian could be wrong about most of, you know, about, about some stuff that he believes because to me, that's a warning. I don't want to become so, so so rigid yeah the minute we forget to practice the pause and allow for other voices and allow for our minds to rest and sit with whatever we're hearing perhaps we become unteachable there's that and i always want to leave room for other people to voice their opinion Mm. Or their understanding, especially in the world we're in now, it feels as if everything has become so polarizing. Yes. I'm going to die on this hill and you're going to die on that hill. What would it look like if we all practiced the pause? I'm not saying you have to adopt their thinking. I'm not saying that I will. But I will respect them enough that I pause to give them the floor, so to speak to hear them out, because isn't that more loving than just being bombastic with what I feel like I have to say? There you go. Can't say any more beautiful than that. Wrap that up put a, and, and just put, put a bow on it. What you said is, is perfect, yes. And if things start getting bombastic, walk away. Yeah. Practice the pause. You're a smart lady, Miss Kelly. Let's have a little fun. I'm so nervous about this segment. (laughs) So next week is Valentine's week. Valentini day. This will actually, I think, drop the day after Valentine's. But at our house, we we celebrate Valentine's all week. Yes, we do. Um, It's actually one of Miss Kayla's least favorite holidays. It is, but it's one of your favorites. So I just, dudes, you have my heart. No guy should have to have so much pressure on him, especially coming right out of Christmas where you've had to have your A game with a gift that she would really like. Let's just stop right here. At these high school dances and these college dances, none of y'all came up to us and asked us on the dance floor. We had to go to y'all and ask you out. That's a lot of pressure. So to me, Valentine's Day is zero pressure. I have no qualms. You're married. But still. Think about every guy that is dating during this season. The pressure is on. And I'm sorry to the floral industry. Love you, mean it. But if flowers cost $10 on February 12th, they should not cost $99 on February 14th. Well, but there you go. You know. So anyway, back to our game okay. that we are going to oh. play. We're going to play the not-so-newlywed game. Mm. And... 
we're going to ask each other a series of questions, and we have not given each other the answers to this. Okay, so, I have reviewed the questions. Uh-huh. What if there's more than one appropriate answer to the well, question? Well, I'll be fair and say that that is a correct answer. So, you cheated. You wrote down answers. Well, you had the, you no, had you the questions have, beforehand. You should have this off the top of your head. <laughs> you had just as much time with I the questions you as I did. You're about mm-hmm. to see who the competitive one is in our marriage. So, Mr. Sanders, what is my favorite ice cream flavor? Okay, there could be two or three. Okay. Chocolate or even mint chocolate chip. Mint chocolate chip is correct. Okay. I would say yours is cookies and cream. Lord. I'm going to hit the off button on this. We're going to go get us a... <laughs> Y'all okay. ain't nothing better than cookies and cream milkshake. What food does he or she refuse to eat? Brussels sprouts for you. Yep. Kale. Oh, kale, no. I ain't. <laughs> nope. <laughs> it's bitter. What foreign language film did you study in college? Is Sorry, f- not film. What foreign language? I don't know where film came from. What foreign language did you study in college? Spanish for you. Yep. German. Yes. Okay. And then there were two more in seminary. Can you get those right? Greek and Hebrew. Uh, That was easy. Yeah, because I helped you study for those. Uh, There you go. What scares you? For you? Mm Mm-hmm. Snakes? Mice? There's something that scares me even more than that, and it's not a thing. Being lost. You got it. Being lost. Yeah, I can't stand not knowing where I am. Uh-huh. For you, it's spiders. I You'll play with snakes, but you're terrified of spiders. I, can't I don't a understand this. Okay. You ever been? Wow, we're four in and we're doing pretty good. This could go off the rails, though. Mm. So, what was his or her bravest moment? I'm going to say yours was publishing a book. Wow. Hmm. Yours? And this was what I saw. It just happened recently, but go ahead. You may have a better one. When I saw you look at the possibility of breast cancer and I saw you give that to God and you walked day by day through that, Mm. you walked through it scared, but it didn't keep you from facing what was next. I'll never forget that, 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 that you said to me, if the news is awful, we will take it day by day and we'll trust God. I'll never forget you saying that. I'd say that your second bra- 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 bravest moment is when you walked into the gym the first time. You were scared to death. Terrified. Yeah. Oh, good ones. Okay. What is his or her most embarrassing moment? Yours was when you had split your pants and you didn't know it. And you got up to preach. Preached a whole sermon with preached my a whole sermon purple with underwear. Split pants. Most embarrassing moment for you. Usually, you don't get. We were on a flight. Okay, we were on a flight in Turkey, mm-hmm. and you thought you were tapping the seat in front of you, mm-hmm. but you were actually tapping on a man's head. That, that was that was one of them. That was embarrassing. Um, one day the summer we were working together, I stood up 
and unbeknownst to me, my skirt was caught under the chair wheel. I don't remember this. And I went up, and my skirt went down. So, I don't remember that. Thank God I don't think you saw it, but I was dying on the inside. So, so. what color are his or her eyes? Yours are green. Yours are blue. Aww. What? This is the one where I'm curious to see what you say. Most, most what people. is... What is his or her guilty pleasure? Oh. You eating a French fry (laughs) or anything potato. Yeah, probably. Okay. While watching Gilmore Girls. And another guilty pleasure of yours would be Target. Just wandering the store for Three hours Nailed and it. 24 minutes. I'll give you that. Okay, can what's in there that takes you so long to look at? We don't go to Target for things. We go to Target for what Target tells us to go to Target okay. for. Right. So. What is my guilty pleasure? I would say a meat lover's pizza mm. or binge watching Star Wars from start to finish. Mm. Mm. Was that right? Uh, yeah. I'd say that's pretty good. Okay. This one, I'm not 100% sure. What is his or her dream trip? For you, and we'll say Italy. Yeah. And we're going to make that happen within the next five years, God willing. I would think yours is probably a cruise through Europe. You would love to take a European cruise. Hmm. Guilty. What is my... What is my dream trip? You're still stuck on your guilty pleasure. Sure I am. <laughs> I don't know. That's good. Maybe. I would I would love to do yeah, I'd love to do a, a European cruise and go through there. I'd like to go to Martha's Vineyard, but I also hear it's very boring. Um so yeah, that's a but I'd love to go to Europe. I'd love to go to, to London, but I'm not walking twenty miles a day. <laughs> and finally what is his or her pet peeve? Yours? Mm-hmm. People chewing with, with their mouth open. Oh, my gosh, yes. That just evils. Mm, yeah. uh, me chewing on my fingernails. Yours, your pet peeve is fake drama oh. or people complaining. Yes, because I deal with problems every single day of my life. That's mm-hmm. all I do as a leader as I deal with people. And, and legit issues yeah. you have a heart for. I do. But negative Nancys and complainers, yes. you can't deal with them. Okay. The world is not always on fire. I have a bonus question that you weren't prepared oh for. Oh, boy. What color is his or her hair? Well, yours was brown. <laughs> <laughs> that's not fair that's what i was trying to go for <laughs> all right <laughs> all right so. all right there you go hey you can win a peas and carrots coffee mug we've had a lot of winners lately we have and uh we and wanna... we've enjoyed getting to uh hear from some of you yes. please keep reaching out we love hearing your stories we recently had a listener reach out and tell us that uh she, she is loves the west wing and also gilmore girls and so kindred are, spirit kindred spirits and we're still watching the west wing we so, are yeah uh, anyway, so the can, first two people to go to our website and yep. answer this trivia question correctly okay. which is 
What foreign language did I study in college? Yeah, that's our question this week. So go to the peasandcarrotspodcast.com website. Look for the trivia button. Click that. Answer that question. What foreign language did Brian study in college? And then you could win a coffee mug. There you go. Here's a hint as to what language I studied in college. To say the Bible in German, it is die, die Heilige Schrift. Oh, all right. So that's quite a, little, a word. That's <laughs> there we go. Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast. And you can listen to us wherever you get your podcast or visit our website at peasandcarrotspodcast.com. And when you do, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast so you can get every new episode that pops up. And you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Just search for the Peas and Carrots Podcast. For more about the Peas and Carrots Podcast and to reach out to Brian and Kayla, visit peasandcarrotspodcast.com. Get quick encouragement on the go with your encouraging five-minute podcast. It's a weekly dose of encouragement to start your week off right. Search your encouraging five-minute podcast today.